Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in for our preview podcast for 13th Annual World Pharma Congress taking place this May 21st to 23rd, 2014 in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Nandini Kashyap, Conference Director at Cambridge Health Tech Institute. And we are delighted to have with us today one of our speakers, Dr. Robert Bellantone from Long Island University. He's speaking in the second annual formulation and drug delivery conference taking place May 21st to 22nd as part of World Pharma Congress. Dr. Bellantone is an associate professor of pharmaceutical sciences at Long Island University and also the president of Physical Pharmaceutical LLC. Dr. Bellantone's research emphasizes on physical science and computational methods and focuses on integrating experimental and theoretical approaches. His primary research interests are pulsatile microdialysis, material science of formulation technologies, and solubilization models and experimental characterization of supersaturated solutions. He has consulted for numerous drug companies and is currently studying nanoparticle dissolution for United States Food and Drug Administration. Bob, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here today. Bob, I would like to begin by asking you to share with us a little bit about yourself and your current work. I have a bachelor's degree in pharmacy and actually I'm a registered pharmacist in the state of Connecticut. Shortly after receiving that degree, I went back to graduate school to study pharmaceutics And then after four years in pharmaceutical sciences, I switched and I eventually obtained a Ph.D. in theoretical physics. I've been a member of the faculty at Long Island University since 1996. During that time, I have taught undergraduate and entry-level pharmacy classes. But for about the past decade, I've been focusing almost exclusively on graduate teaching and research. I have graduated 16 Ph.D.s, currently mentoring 14 The areas that I've been concentrating on the most for about the last six or eight years are in triabilization and understanding absorption mechanisms. And you can break that work probably in, into two main areas. One is the formulation material science. So we're studying solid-based solutions. Uh, we're studying liquid-based solutions as well, including effects of excipients on free water and, and how that affects precipitation. Uh, but we're also looking at methods to characterize these, which is where the pulsatile microdialysis has been a, a major help for us, along with some modeling of solid-state systems that we use thermal methods like BSC to model as well. Thank you, Bob. And solubility and bioavailability of poorly soluble drug has been a key challenge for decades. What are the key challenges today to study in this area? Well, strange as this may sound, the key challenges today are pretty much aligned with the key challenges for the past, say, 40 or 50 years, believe it or not. And it really breaks down into, number one, how can you improve either solubility or dissolution with your formulation? Number two, how can you improve the stability of your formulations? Because very often, systems that will improve dissolution by creating supersaturation are physically unstable when you store them. So stability is another problem. And the third problem is to understand once a drug has been dissolved and you put it into a solution, what form is the drug in and how stable is the solution because you have precipitation and distribution issues. And so those are really the main challenges that we've been trying to study, trying to understand for the past 50 years, and they remain the main challenges that we have today. Interesting. So what do you think needs to be done to overcome these challenges and where do you think the field is heading in next five years? Well, I think to overcome them, the number one thing that we need to do is to get a better understanding 
on a more fundamental level of what's going on with the molecules. And, you know, that will bring in thermodynamics, but ultimately it's the molecules that count because when you're looking at stability, when you're looking at absorption, we need better models. And these are coming in part because we have uh, better computational capabilities now than we had far better than even, say, 10 years ago. And there are programs coming out, for instance, Gastro Plus being one. There are other programs for doing uh, uh, PKPD modeling. They are helping, but other programs that are really going to help now are some of the molecular dynamics programs and things of that nature. So I think a lot is going to come from the computational platforms, which is going to support the theoretical modeling. Uh, in terms of what that does when you go back to the bench, I believe that that's going to better identify some of the things that we need to go into the lab and measure. And because I'm not sure, in all honesty, that over the last 40 or 50 years, uh, we've had enough of an, of an understanding to know exactly what we need to measure to better correlate in vitro versus in vivo performance. So I think that is where this field is going. Um, and I think it's getting there as we speak, to be honest. I think that some of the laboratory issues that may be identified will be things like how do recipients interact with free water. This is something that hasn't really been studied a lot, but excipients interact with water. They also interact with the drug. And these types of things are going to give us a, a better understanding of the processes that go on when you have the dissolution and the competition between dissolution and absorption and also the competition between drug distribution and drug absorption. These are all things that better analytical methods will give us better data, but before we know exactly what analytical methods we need to develop, we need to know what kind of parameters we want to measure to feed into models. Thank you, Bob. And we see that you will be delving more into analytical testing and dissolution testings in your upcoming presentation on May 21st. Can you give us a brief preview of your talk? Yes. Uh, actually, I'm very excited and looking forward to this. It's a, really a subject that's near and dear to my heart. This is going to reflect our take on a part of this problem. We've improved the, the bioavailability of resulting from supersaturating these systems. So we're going to look uh, very briefly at some of the early models justifying relationships between absorption and concentration. We'll look at the notion of what I call the absorbable form, which is really the dissolved drug, not just the solubilized drug. And I will get into the difference between those two definitions at that talk. We'll also talk about some timing factors, dissolution rate versus distribution rate versus absorption rate versus precipitation and so on. And we'll touch on the effects that I started to allude to, how some of the excipients interact with this process. Then finally, I'll move into method that we have developed called PMD, which stands for pulsatile microdialysis, which is a method we've been using to characterize the dissolved forms rather than the solubilized forms of the drug. And if time permits, I will do a case study on some systems that we have studied and some of the differences that we have seen. Very interesting. We are certainly looking forward to your talk, Bob. My last question is, are there any particular speakers or talks that you're looking forward to and how does these discussions at the event better position scientists to make advances in this field? Yes, there are actually a couple. One is how high can you get by Dr. Zango and another is dynamic gastric modeling by Dr. Mewis. Uh, I apologize if I pronounced the name wrong. Those are really very interesting because I think they're pointing along the same direction that we are trying to point, either trying to get better data or do some modeling to reduce the experimental matrix, and that's very important to do. As far as how I think 
Paula, this is going to improve the situation. I have always been a big believer in information exchange and communication. These problems, as I noted, have been around for a long, long time. That's usually an indicator when a problem has been around for a long time and there's been a lot of activity, but we haven't quite nailed it. That's usually an indicator that it's, it's a multidisciplinary problem and degree of expertise in a number of disciplines is more than just a very basic level. So it creates a real uh, coordination of the intellectual abilities that we have in different areas and trying to bring them to bear in a focused manner on the same problem. And I believe that meetings like this and conversations that come off of meetings like this allow people to exchange their views, and if people come up with a new idea based on something they heard that maybe fits into something they've seen or done, I believe that there's a bit of what I call cross-fertilization, where people may have seen things and not been aware that it would answer somebody else's question, and that is a very, very valuable feature of events like this. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing your insights today with us. I look forward to meeting you in Boston. Forward to it very much, and I will see you then. Thank you. Folks, that was Dr. Robert Bellantone from Long Island University. He'll be speaking during the second annual Formulation and Drug Delivery Conference, which runs from May 21st to 22nd as part of World Pharma Congress 2014 in Boston, Massachusetts. If you would like to hear Dr. Bellantone's talk in person and other leading experts in formulation and drug delivery of poorly swallowable molecules, please go to www.worldpharmacongress.com to register and enter key code podcast. That brings us to the end of another podcast from CHI. I'm Nandini Kashyap. Thank you so much for joining. Goodbye for now.